0: Welcome to Be Dribbling Over. I'm your host Nathan, and well, there have been plenty, plenty of activity in the in the sports world, that's for sure. I mean, besides politics, of course. I mean, for example, Toronto Maple Maple Leafs. I knew he said Blue Jays. <laughs> oh, the hockey fans would. Oh, the hockey hosers would get me on that one. You said the Toronto Blue Jays instead of the Toronto Maple Leafs. Well, either way, once again, the Toronto Maple Leafs <laughs> fell apart when it comes to having a lead. But the Montreal Canadiens, surprisingly on a seven-game winning streak right now. I don't know. If I was any team right now and I got to face the Montreal Canadiens, I better, I better watch it. Cause who knows? They might find a way to sneak in and... Get to the Stanley Cup and get, I do believe, let me see, their 25th Stanley Cup final win. I do believe. Also, found out today, Nikola Jokic for the Denver Nuggets won the NBA MVP trophy. So congratulations to him. See, I was right. I was right he was going to get MVP. I was just a year or two off. But I knew at some point that if he kept it up and he added some key players, especially guys as Jamel Murray, into the Denver Nuggets, he could find a way to win the NBA MVP trophy. Also, he had to, probably had to wait around for... I don't know, LeBron James and Giannis Antetokounmpo having a little bit of an off season, at least. But it was good for Nikola Djokic. I am very happy for him. And and everyone's going to keep on point. Last time a center won the NBA MVP trophy was 1999-2000 season Shaquille O'Neal, which a lot of people will go... Hey, you know what that led up to. An NBA Finals trophy. And then many more later on. But who's to say it could repeat? You know, history finds a way to repeat itself. I mean, remember LeBron James did win the NBA MVP trophy and then found a way to get the Lakers to... The NBA Finals, and they ended up winning the NBA Finals. Of course, it was in the bubble, so now everyone's going, "Well, was it really that tough of a postseason in the first place?" I don't know. Uh, ask the LA Clippers after this round of the playoffs, because we're in the bizarre world. The LA Lakers are eliminated in the playoffs, and the LA Clippers are in the second, ra- and they are in the second round. So, it definitely is the 2020, that's for darn sure. (laughs) I'm telling you, this is the Clippers' window of opportunity right here. And I'm going to give you a description. Their hands are over the windowsill. The window is about to shut on their fingers. If they lose to the Utah Jazz, that window is going to slam hard... On the LA Clippers' metaphorical fingers, and it's gonna hurt like heck. But who's to say Kawhi Leonard has done it before, finding a way with a team that has at least one star, one other star player, and then many role players. Also, the difference was also they had a. They had a surprisingly decent coach in Nick Nurse uh, in Toronto so could Tyron Glue of all of all coaches find a way to put the LA Clippers in the Western Conference Finals for the first time in their franchise history and hopefully if he does find a way to do that doesn't end up being similar to Lionel Hollins which he found a way to lead the Memphis Grizzlies to their first ever Western Conference Finals appearance ever in the history of the, their franchise, and bizarrely, the following off season they decide to fire that, that person. Who's to say? But all I can say is I am. Since the Lakers are eliminated, I'm rooting for the Utah Jazz. I think that would make. A great story, if you haven't heard it, of the previous podcast episode. I went on and on about the Utah Jazz, how great of a story that would be, from being part of responsibility and of the fact of having sports being shut down in a way. But it was because of COVID, and one of the players ended up testing COVID-positive. To being NBA Finals champions a year later, that would definitely make a wonderful story for not just for the NBA itself, but even for the sports world as well. Because it kind of shows in a way of redemption and, and dedication and even teamwork as well. And it might end up leading to maybe a lot more teams thinking of the mindset, less of the Miami Heat of the 2010s or the Boston Celtics in around the late 2000s trying to make their big freeze to just making a team relying on the NBA draft get some role players, of course get an all-star here and there but combine together and focus more on the team and not just focus on one or two players. So in a way, if the Utah Jazz do end up find a way to not just get to the NBA Finals, Western Conference Finals, and then get into the NBA Finals and end up winning the NBA Finals, a lot more teams will be... Uh, blueprint-wise, we'll be erasing going after a big free and instead we'll be focusing on more of a team mindset. But then again, I said the same thing when the Toronto Raptors won the NBA Finals. I thought people would be looking more into key contributing role players, focusing more on the bench and maybe gain that one one all-star player to be part of it, to have the leadership similar to what the Toronto Raptors did with having Kawhi Leonard and Kyle Lowry and a whole lot of other players. (laughs) But no, instead it it just went back to square one of looking into trying to make a big free. So who's to say I'm kind of shocked and then not shocked at the same time. The Atlanta Hawks found a way to move on to make it to the second round of the playoffs. I mean, they were facing the New York Knicks. The New York Knicks weren't as familiar in being used to being in the playoffs. But, hey, they they game one against the Philadelphia 76ers. It could, could have fooled me with, with the Atlanta Hawks. <laughs> it, it's as if they are... Let me see, how how to put it into words, they are ruminating, they're kind of ruminating the 1970s, 1980s Atlanta Hawks in a way. The Milwaukee, but I I said the Miami Heat would move on, and the Milwaukee Bucks ended up sweeping the Miami Heat. Of course, when I say a team that I was that I was sure was going to find a way, nope, <laughs> they, they get swept. Of course, <laughs> whenever I pick a team, they usually get swept, or they just have, or they just embarrassingly get beaten down in a. Best of 7 series, they end up going to 6 games, but they end up having an ugly beatdown in the last game. It's one of those, or the second option. Colorado Avalanche looks pretty good. I mean, a lot of people earlier on we're not surprised to see if the Colorado Avalanche find a way to get far. They could see them not just making the Stanley Cup Final, but even ending up winning it this year. A lot of people were saying in the hockey world wouldn't be surprised about that. The Tampa Bay Lightning are looking pretty good as well, and they are definitely looking to defend their Stanley Cup title. That's for sure. They're looking that they could at least get back to their final, which it, it's kind of bizarre to to see what they had. Uh, so instead of having one through eight, they have four different divisions of, of the playoffs, and they go one through four, and... Instead of having it be seeded from one through eight, eight teams on one conference, eight teams on the other conference. Instead, they have four teams, four divisions, so there would be a central, there's an eastern, there's a western. I think there's also even a northern division as well, I think, I do believe, or it might be southern division. And uh, those teams, and then they play each other, and they're, and it seems it doesn't matter what a conference they're in; it's just they're seated by that. So I think that's a very, that's a, that's an interesting direction to put the NHL, NHL playoffs at, especially from last year when they had their kind of uh, where they had four teams facing each other deciding on seeding wise of who would be in the in the top 4 I forget the terminology I do apologize but basically I I guess it's a run around as in after the teams play against each other whoever has The most wins, they are the one seed, and then the second most, and third most, and fourth most. And it was very interesting to have that runaround in last year's NHL playoffs. But they don't have that this year. Which is totally fine, because last year was a whole different season. So if the NHL keeps this up, and they don't get too more focused on the game i think that i could definitely see hockey end up being a top a top free sport at least here in north america i especially in the us i can definitely see that happen if they focus more on the game and storylines Then definitely, yeah, I can definitely see hockey being be the top free sport in the USA, which is crazy because baseball at this point is now It might no longer even be considered America's pastime anymore. It, it could get to that point, which is very unfortunate and. Yeah, a lot of crazy things happened. Speaking of crazy things, uh, Julio Jones went to the Tennessee Titans. And let me give my opinion. Let me give you this. So this is actually what I thought was going to happen to Julio Jones. I thought Julio Jones, as a lot of people thought, uh, could either go to the New England Patriots or... Even bizarre enough, even the Miami Dolphins. Miami Dolphins are looking to improve, and so I kind of thought he would—he might be heading to the Miami Dolphins at least as well. But if you told me Tennessee Titans, I would be kind of... Okay, it kind of makes sense and not makes sense at the same time, because the Tennessee Titans are in a division that most likely they. I mean, look at it this way: the Houston Texans, let's face it, dumpster fires an understatement. Uh, with the team right now, you have the Jacksonville Jaguars that are rebuilding. You have the Indianapolis Colts. They have Carson Wentz at quarterback and it's 50-50 because you're just wondering is Carson Wentz going to return back to form as he was back in, you know, when he helped the Eagles get to the playoffs and then he got injured unfortunately with his ACL or is he going to be the Carson Wentz from last season that was just... That's just terrible. I mean, they do have Frank Rake, who was the offensive coordinator for the Philadelphia Eagles of that same year. So hopefully that magic can develop again. And he could help Carson Wentz develop to his best and could even help the Colts not just win the division, but even be a playoff contender in the AFC as well. So Julio Jones being with the Tennessee Titans, and to be honest, this, I'm. I'm gonna say this right now. This is a missed opportunity, not only because it would remind you of the greatest show on turf days, but this is a. But not only that, but also when the Arizona Cardinals found a way to get in the big game, and their wide receiving core was Larry Fitzgerald and Quan Bolden. I know there's one uh, receiver. I just can't think of their name on the top of my head. I do apologize. But hear me out on this. Julio Jones. I was thinking, besides the Miami Dolphins, I thought it would make sense. Yes, I do realize that the NFC West division is a tough division. But man, oh man, can you can you imagine Julio Jones in an Arizona Cardinals uniform? And you have DeAndre Hopkins, Larry Fitzgerald, and Julio Jones. And their nickname would be the Mirage of the Desert Receiving Corps. Can you imagine that? In an alternate dimension somewhere, that is a reality. And by golly, where is an outer dimension fire when you need one just to see what would that be? Plus with Kyler Murray as quarterback as well. By golly, what a missed opportunity. And also including with J.J. Watt being with the Arizona Cardinals as well. Missed opportunity. I'm just saying that we could have had the mirage of the desert receiving corps. Because they would be so gosh darn fast, you thought you saw a mirage. Or someone would find a way, a sense, in honor of... Of Pat Tillman. They would call it Desert Storm. <laughs> Maybe. The Desert Storm Receiving Corps. I don't know. Let me know what would you have named that receiving core if it became a reality. Let me know. Just, just let me know. And with that being said, thank you everybody for listening to this episode of Be Dribbling Over. As I'm Nathan, saying so till until next time, dribbling, dribbling on. Till next time. If you enjoy that episode of Be Dribbling Over, and if you just so happen to be a fan of horror movies, also listen to my other podcast, the Industry Horror Coffee Cast. I review horror movies, and also I talk about autism as well, and sometimes I even have some guests to interview as well. If you're a fan of animation, I review... I review an animated show that is underrated and it's the... And the name of the podcast is The Blame Blong Podcast which I review episodes from the underrated animated series Mission Hill. Thank you all for listening and... Be dribbling over till next time.